So, do you like tea? Well, so do I. Now, we'll invest Teagate, the ways to make the perfect cup of tea. This drink is the second most widely consumed beverage, so it deserves to be made properly. Oh, and if you're wondering, the first place is of course taken by hot chocolate. I mean, water. Yeah, water. Tea has been in our lives for centuries. It's not shocking to see how popular it is now. This brewed drink has some amazing health benefits, and that's the second reason why it's been so prevalent in our lives throughout history. Numerous modern studies and thousands of years of anecdotal evidence reveal that antioxidant-rich tea has many health benefits. Okay, but where does it come from? Legends say that the story of tea begins in China. According to these legends, around 2737 BCE, a Chinese emperor was sitting near a tree. Then his servant brought him boiled drinking water. Before the emperor took a sip, some leaves from the tree fell into his cup. He realized that the color of his water had changed. He drank the beverage and liked the aroma. And then he tried to experiment with the leaves that accidentally created the drink. There are different variants of this legend revolving around the emperor. But in reality, historians know that the earliest record of people drinking tea in China dates back to the Shang Dynasty, and it was first consumed as a medicinal drink, not as a cup of joy. Now, let's move on to the not-to-do list. You might be ruining your tea if your water is too hot. When your kettle whistles, you might think that the water is ready. That's right, it has boiled, but the temperature is too high for the delicate tea leaves. When you pour too hot water onto the leaves, what you get is a bitter taste. With too hot water, you also say goodbye to the healthy compounds in the leaves, such as catechins. The water should be just under a rolling boil. When you start spotting small bubbles in the kettle, that's the temperature you need. I wish there was one temperature that would work for every tea, but there isn't. It's up to you to discover the best water temperature for your type of tea. Because there are so many teas in the world that I can't mention the best temps for all of them. But I'll give you a hint. Green tea should be brewed between 180 and 185 degrees Fahrenheit, while the water for black tea should be 206 degrees. I should also say that if the water is too cold, then it won't be able to extract all the necessary components of your tea. Now, the water temperature is important, as well as its quality. You need high-quality water. Filtered water will do. If you use tap water, it may contain stuff like chlorine, fluoride, and other minerals. These compounds can ruin the flavor of your tea. Another way of getting the best tea lies in the correct steeping method. Now, some people leave the tea to steep and, in the meantime, start doing something else. In most cases, they end up forgetting about the tea. Come back, come back! This would be the sentence you would hear from your tea if only it could talk. The time needed for steeping depends on the type of leaves. Yet, in general, teas should not steep for longer than 5 minutes. For example, green tea needs 3 minutes, and black tea needs 3 to 5 minutes. If you wait any longer, you'll get a bitter drink because your tea will release biomolecules called tannins. The duration of steeping depends on the size of the leaves, too. A small leaf needs 1.5 to 2 minutes, a medium-sized leaf 2 to 3 minutes, and a whole leaf needs 3 to 5 minutes. Too long or not long enough? This is a sensitive issue. The chemicals in your tea are released gradually as soon as the steeping process begins. Let's say you pour some water onto the leaves. The first magical thing that appears is aroma and flavor. 
Then, the healthy chemicals start their work. Caffeine is also released at this stage. Lastly, the heavier tannins come to the stage. If you don't steep your tea long enough and intervene with the steeping process, your tea may lack some beneficial compounds. Now, what is the difference between using tea bags and loose leaves? Well, tea bags are very convenient, but loose leaves are a better option if you want to get all the benefits of your tea. Regular tea bags you get from the supermarket come with leftover broken tea leaves, known as dust and fanning. I get you, time is precious. If you have to go for standard tea bags, opt for pyramid-shaped ones instead of rectangular ones. Pyramid sachet packs are better for brewing. Flat bags are the least favorable option. Since they contain bleached paper, some chemicals from the paper can spoil the aroma of your tea. Now this one got me to thinking. Is it true that we should use the same tea bag twice? This is a myth if the bag contains some high-quality tea. In fact, you can brew such tea for a second or even a third time. The rule is simple. Remove the tea leaves from the cup and let them drip dry. You shouldn't let your tea leaves steep once they've been soaked. The reason is again related to keeping the flavor bitter-free. Note that every time you steep a tea bag, you extract more caffeine. And what if we talk about the issue of those extra ingredients added to the tea? Yes, sugar. Adding honey or sugar to your tea doesn't mean that all the health benefits of this drink disappear. Yet, you increase the number of calories you get. According to one study, 33% of tea drinkers consume tea with such additives. Now, what's another popular thing people add to their tea besides sugar? Here's a hint. This way of drinking tea is very popular in Great Britain. Yes, it's milk. The amount of milk is a serious question, too. Mm -hmm. The milk-to-tea ratio should be one quarter or less for one cup. You might not believe me, but the order in which you add the liquids is also important. Most people agree that adding milk after steeping your tea makes the drink tastier. First, you brew the tea, then you pour it into your cup and add milk. Next, the teapot. Apparently, there's a reason why people have been using teapots for centuries. These elegant containers help your drink stay warm for longer. Let's assume you pour yourself some tea into a big mug. There's a high chance that it'll get cold before you finish drinking it. To fix this problem, you can use a teapot. This way, you can simply pour some tea into your cup and then repeat the process once you finish it. It'll have an ideal drinking temperature. Now, every region has different types of teas, brewing equipments, and leaves. For instance, in Turkey, people use tulip-shaped tea glasses when they drink tea. Turkey is the largest consumer of tea per capita. They seem to enjoy their tea as much as the traditional tea glasses. Also, they sometimes add a tiny piece of lemon to a cup of black tea as an additional ingredient. And if you go to Morocco, you'll be served some hot mint tea, also known as touré. It's typically poured into tall glasses. If you go to China, the place that introduced this amazing beverage to the whole world, you will see hundreds of different types of tea, from oolong to jasmine. Japan is known for matcha tea and its famous tea houses. If you enter a tea house there, you'll be surprised to learn that matcha is prepared in the same way as it was in the 12th century. What about India? There, the national drink is chai. Now you know how to make your tea taste amazing. So, what type of tea is your favorite? Comment below!
That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.